2: Welcome back to an Emergency Buckeye Talk. Doug Maurice, Stephen Means, Nathan Baird. The game is off. Nathan Baird, what do we think of that? Disappointed. A
1: little bit surprised, but not as much as I would have been first thing Tuesday morning. You know, we went to bed, everything everybody did Wednesday night, thinking this had maybe turned in a positive way as far as playing the game this weekend. And then things started kind of trickling out of Michigan today that gave you pessimism. And then finally the hammer came as we were in the middle of a zoom call. And then Justin Hilliard was the one who had to unfortunately kind of get sit there and have to answer, uh, caught completely off guard by it. And, uh, so, um, it's, it's sad, but also in our line of work, um, your next thought immediately turns to what we'll talk about in a second, which is what's next.
2: So we are going to get into this later. We'll send out a survey to tech subscribers. We'll have a, a Wednesday morning Buckeye talk that sort of deals with the idea of they're not playing Michigan this Saturday. And we just don't know enough specifics. We even, there's a lot of things being thrown out there right now, not all of them smartly. But I don't even know if you have to keep up with a 5% chance that enough stuff gets moved around that is, would it somehow be possible that Ohio State Michigan could play next weekend? That if you like bumped up the Big Ten championship game and said, we're going to, so. I don't know that we can operate under the assumption, like the 100% assumption that Ohio State and Michigan are going to play this year, but we will let people reflect. We'll talk about the rivalry, but we are at the moment, this is the emergency podcast. We're in a little bit of mode of like, what's next? What's going to happen? Steven, what do you think is going to happen next for Ohio State? And we do have a big Ten statement saying, Hey, basically we're working on stuff. Steven, where do you think we're headed?
0: I think the only thing I'm confident in right now is that that, that, Minimum game rule of six games is going to get removed because I think we've seen enough from the Big Ten this year. The eye test has shown itself that we know who the best team in the Big Ten is, Big Ten East is, and I think we have an idea of who the best team in the Big Ten West is. And so, I think having that game minimum at this point in the season doesn't do anybody any good. So that's the one confident thing I I think I'm, I can stand on is that I think that rule is going to cease to exist.
2: So I wrote about this, and as I'm we're recording the podcast here at three forty-five. Tuesday afternoon, I'm also arguing with some nimrods from Indiana about this, because maybe I hurt your feelings with my logic, but what about the rules? Honestly, if you go through life saying, but there was a rule, and that's like you know, that's all the further you can take your logical thinking, but look over here. The speed limit says 55, and you were going 56, for real. Honestly, that's how you live your life. Good luck. Stay away from me. Because the Big 10 made this rule itself. So it's a rule that's existed for like 2 months. And you're able to rescind rules because you know, you have logical human thought. You've been endowed by our creator with logical human thought. So seriously, if you have a friend, I don't know. I mean, this isn't, this isn't about even who it applies to. It's about the logic. Some Indiana nimrods saying, that like, I, 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 I seemed angry and defensive on Twitter. I said, I'm not defending Ohio State. I'm defending logical, reasonable, human thought. And if you can't understand that, then cram it up your cram hole. Because that's part of logical thought, too, is telling people who are incapable of it to cram it and get out because we don't need you in the big boy discussion. This is for big boys and big girls. This is not kindergarten. This is not the kindergarten playground, but there's a rule. Nathan, how do you think they'll figure this out?
1: I think it's going to come down to whatever is the simplest solution that affects the least amount of teams. And I think that, I think I might agree with Steven at this point that what they'll do is just get rid of the six game minimum and and move along Um, because that, that, has the least repercussions. I suppose um, you know there there are other can- cancellations that could still happen this week. So that option is still on the table. Um, but right now, the most likely ones would result in a rematch for Ohio State, either Indiana or, or Nebraska. And um, they said that that's uh, possible when I talked to the Big Ten last week, but I don't think that's anybody's preference. So I'm not sure that they're going to find a way to get Ohio state a game this week, but if they do, it's uh that would be, I think a positive sign for collaboration within the league in a year where there hasn't been enough.
2: So they're going to do one of the two, there's zero chance that they just sit back, sit back idly by and allow their own rule to hamstring them. Because again, they are capable of logical human thought. I think that Ohio state playing this weekend is somewhat significantly better than them not playing. And that, I don't care, as I've already expressed. I don't care if it inconveniences somebody else. Figure it out. Get ready for a new opponent in four days. You'll be fine. So if Purdue can't play and Purdue is paused, right, Purdue is stepping back because of positive COVID tests. They're supposed to play their rivalry game against Indiana this week. Minnesota is the team that – Minnesota is acting like they are now targeting being able to play, although they have not played the last two weeks. But either Nebraska or Indiana would be a rematch for Ohio State. I think a rematch is better than not playing. I think adjusting the schedule so that Ohio State plays and it's not a rematch, and that nobody plays a rematch. It's not like you're making someone else play rematches. You shift enough around. If there's a super important rivalry game, we won't mess that up. We respect that. But if your rivalry game is Rutgers Maryland, which isn't a rivalry, we're gonna we might intercede there. You'll live. I think that is better. Then you don't have to change the rule. You're not changing the rule. The rule that it's a rule, it's on the board. Our teacher wrote it on the chalkboard. Really, honestly, be dumber. Be less of a human with logical thought. You're just a robot then. And as you know, I hate robots. So if your reasoning is there's a rule, then I hate you because you're a robot. Let's make that clear. And if there's, if there's somebody, maybe somebody from Indiana, play this on an Indiana radio show and then come debate me. And I said it even in the piece I wrote, I'm going to destroy your argument. And that's not because I'm such a brilliant debater. It's because your argument is so rooted in second grade logic that it can be destroyed in 10 seconds. I think playing is significantly better though. So I would rather them bring maybe two or two other games into this to reroute some opponents and get everybody who doesn't have a COVID issue. I really think it's good for the Big Ten. Every team that doesn't have a COVID issue should play this weekend. It's only Tuesday. I think that's better than changing the rule. Changing the rule, the six-game rule, is the fallback. Stephen, do you agree with that? Or do you think, you know what, playing would be great, or if they can't play, that's fine, just change the rule, are both of those equally good solutions?
0: I, I actually like that because it's – in a because the Big Ten doesn't have necessarily the flexibility to postpone games, this would be a good way to combat that. You can't postpone them, but we can fix around everybody's schedule if there's enough cancellations earlier in the week. So I, I do like that because it makes sure that everybody who's, who can play and it's not having an outbreak within their program can go play somebody, and then everybody who can't play because of an outbreak can just get that together and handle that situation. So I do like that. It's the Big Ten's way of handling things. So I like both of those things happening.
2: I will say the one thing about this that I think is worth taking into consideration is the worst case scenario here for everybody was Michigan cancels on Friday evening and that it's too late to adjust. And now it feels like, oh shoot. Oh, we're changing the rule. Like it's Tuesday. If you weren't going to be able to play the game, this is the best outcome of not playing, which is figuring it out, figuring it out now, so, Nathan, I know you've kind of you've said your thing on this, but I think pa- part of all, it also is timing, right, that you're not trying it on Thursday. It's like, listen, okay, you'll have Wednesday. Thursday. Most, a lot of teams, you don't even really get to the hardcore practice, right, Often until like Wednesday, Thursday, you do some heavy stuff. Ryan Day said last week as long as they could have practiced for Michigan State starting Thursday – And then you have a walkthrough thought that you would have been okay. And I get it. There's a lot of film study. I get it. But honestly, sometimes in a normal year, when we are talking to the players, and it's different between coaches and players. Coaches are studying film on everybody all year. When we're talking to the players on Tuesday, often when we ask specific questions about the opponent on Tuesday, guys say, I haven't really watched the film yet. You know, that like I don't have a deep thing about who I'm going against. So I do think like from that preparation perspective – canceling it Tuesday afternoon is helpful. And the other thing is it applies to both teams equally. So if there is a disadvantage for unfamiliarity, it applies equally. But how much does it matter, Nathan, that that we're having this discussion Tuesday and not on Wednesday or Thursday?
1: It is huge. And when that announcement came, that was maybe the one thing that that tempered my surprise surprise a little bit was just that I I felt like they kind of had to do something today. And I obviously don't subscribe to some of the um, conspiracy theories out there, really any of them about this, I, I think. Well, we don't need to rehash that. But I I will say I do – there's part of me that wonders if the Big Ten told or asked Michigan to, you know, fish or get off the pot a little bit on this. Because I feel like if you don't make this decision today when they made it, before you get into Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening, and then into Wednesday, then if you are seriously thinking about switching up games, I don't – there is a part of me that, like – I. If you're Rutgers or Maryland, you've been play or Maryland. I guess would be the case, and you've been preparing all week to play Rutgers, and then you get to like Thursday, and they tell you, "No, wait a second, you're playing maybe the best team in the country." There's a part of that that I I feel is unfair. That I think you need to make that decision earlier in the week and give Maryland a chance to actually put its team a, a real preparation to play that game on the field.
2: So, so, but that, so that, that, so that that it is Tuesday is a somewhat big deal, is a moderately big deal that it opens more doors than if we were doing this a day or two later. Okay. The one thing is also, of course the Big Ten's been planning for this. I mean, they're not blindsided by this. They this is not, they did not have this come out Tuesday at one o'clock and then say, oh well now what should we do? Right? Honestly. And I know that I know people are down on the Big Ten, but you know any organization, you you start you start talking things out and talking about possibilities. So they're not blindsided by this. And I would think that we will have a resolution to this when? We're gonna do another podcast Tuesday night. We'll have it for Wednesday morning. We may end up doing another emergency podcast Wednesday afternoon. If they announce a new opponent for Ohio State, they announce what they're going to do. Um, Stephen, when would you expect maybe that, if we're all guessing, it's okay for us to guess, When do you think they they would have to figure this out? Because, again, if you're going to give somebody a new opponent, you don't want to give them a new opponent Thursday at 4 o'clock. You'd like them to say, if you're having practice Wednesday, here is now who you are practicing for.
0: Yeah, ideally you would want it Wednesday morning and at the worst Thursday morning at like 9 o'clock in the morning because, I mean, Ryan has already told us, you only need – if you practice that Thursday, you can prepare for a game. So, ideally, you know, Ideally, the next two and a half hours, but that's probably unlikely. But at worst, 9 a.m. Thursday morning before you get out on the practice field so at least you know going into that Thursday who you need to prepare for.
1: Do you think the Big Ten needs to have something sort of settled by 7 o'clock tonight when the playoff committee has to answer questions about this? I know that the playoff committee has probably already done their deliberations and stuff. but
2: No, I, I, think, you, I think sometimes people have a misread. The, the, the playoff committee does not care at all about what is going to happen honestly, they don't at all. It's 0%. They're going on what already happened. So I think that's zero factor. Do you agree with that or do you, I mean like that?
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're probably right. But I know that that's something that people out there are concerned about. So I wanted to introduce the,
2: no, no, you're right. And people will ask Gary Bart about it on the call and he'll say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it'll be like, okay, we'll come up with a better question because it's, they never deal with what might happen. Never. They won't even deal. I mean like when you know what the next opponent is like, well, what if Florida is like, well, who cares what we, it's what has, not what might be. So The one thing again, and it's just, I can't be, I can't be in the world. I really should stop interacting with the human race, but it's just like you get on Twitter and it's just like, people have a lot of strong takes about things that here's my problem. I don't like strong takes about obvious things. Like if your strong take is like, well, I can't, but it's like, well, yeah, of course. Why are you shouting? Or if your strong take is like a dumb thing out of nowhere, I have no, patience for that so i have no patience for anyone's opinions but my own as it turns out it's because i don't want to if you're obviously correct i don't want to hear your opinion and if you're wrong i don't want to hear your opinion so Buckeye talk Buckeye <laughs> talk yeah for real <laughs> we don't care what you think buckeye talk the only thing is people are throwing out texas a&m because texas a&m is fifth they're a spot behind Ohio State in the rankings, and Texas A&M does not have a game Saturday. Nathan, why is that never going to happen?
1: The Big Ten said early on, and this is back when Nebraska's game against Michigan, or Wisconsin was canceled back in the second week of the season, and they tried to put together something with uh, Tennessee Chattanooga or whoever it was, um, that they were not allowing non-conference matchups. That was the whole point of this, that they were going to insulate as a way to try to protect further against the spread of the virus, and that uh, you were going to play conference games only. So uh, that's a rule. It's one thing to change the, for instance, the six game rule at this point, uh, the six game minimum requirement, because it hasn't ever really been enforced at this point. But to change this rule at this point where you've already denied one team a chance to play a game and now you're just going to let another team do it, I think that's a precedent they don't want. So I I don't they're not going to play any non-conference game to replace the game that was canceled today.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. And it's just that's a door they're not going to open because there's more solutions. There are solutions within your own conference without having to force somebody to go outside of it. So let's, we don't, we don't, we're just explaining sort of where, what we think is next. So from a theoretical standpoint, Stephen, I made, a, you can make every argument in the world about why it makes sense to adjust some things just in the name of fairness. And I don't know if I've said this already in the podcast. I'm just thinking too much about the people that make me angry. Just as a point of information, and I think this is a very important point, Ohio State is now the only team in the Big Ten that has missed two games because of opponents. So if you think, well, you got it, your fault, and, again, that's a very shaky ground to stand on. But at least it's like, okay, well, you only have yourselves to blame or whatever. Again, I would disagree with that. But there have been seven programs. This is the ninth game. This is the ninth game that is canceled because we don't have another game canceled for sure this week yet. The opponents, the innocent bystander opponents for those games, it's Ohio State twice and seven other teams once, which factors greatly into the, well, this is why we're changing the six game rule. Because if you thought some intention of the six game rule was like, listen, man, you don't get to have an outbreak, be out for a month, have all the guys who are healthy practice and then gear up and, beat up a bunch of teams right if that was some intention maybe the six game rule this is twice once their fault twice not their fault that doesn't apply to anybody else so just from that standpoint that's why i'm canceling rutgers to give ohio state a game because ohio state has been victimized more than anybody else and i would say the same thing about any other program it's just share the burden which is why if you're, if you're an Indiana Nimrod, I'm not saying all Indiana fans are Nimrods. I'm saying I've interacted with three Indiana Nimrods on Twitter today.
0: There you go.
2: And there's a columnist from an Indiana paper who like, retweeted, and I said, when I wrote my thing, I said, here's my thing, and if you think that the Big Ten should sit back and shrug its shoulders and do nothing and just have Indiana be in the, in the title game, Your argument is stupid. I didn't say you're stupid. I said your argument is stupid. So an Indiana columnist retweeted that with some thoughts and said, like, Doug has thoughts. Like, was being a smart aleck about it. So I'll just tell you, if that columnist wants to go, I will destroy you. There's no doubt about that. And I'm going to go back on Twitter when this is over because he and I have had a little exchange. And if he's going to be more of a smart aleck, I'm going to publicly destroy him and perhaps ruin his career. So if you want to play that game, We'll play that game, first of all, because I'm smarter than you and a better debater, and second, most important, because the facts are on my side for anybody who's not in kindergarten. But, Stephen, the idea – like, should Ohio State, beyond the fact that it's obvious that they've just gotten screwed more than anybody else, and even if you're just keeping it fair, one fourteenth 14th fair for everybody, they deserve some consideration here. Should they get special consideration? Because they're the only undefeated team. Because they make the most money for the league because they've been the best program for the last 20 years. should they? If you think that it's special consideration, should they get special consideration? For those
0: reasons you just named, yes, they should get special consideration. But I think that stuff is a bonus for why they should just change this rule. The, the better argument you can make, because you can make it for any program, and not just because this is Ohio State, is the fact that, yes, they've, missed two, they've had two games that they've missed, and they weren't their fault. And that—that's you could make that argument if we were talking about Iowa right now. That's I think so. That's a better argument to bring to the table. It doesn't make—if this was a courtroom, it wouldn't make Ohio State sound arrogant. It would just make them bring the facts to the table of, hey, yeah, we had an eight-game schedule. Only one of the three games we missed was our fault. That's not fair. This is how we make it fair because we it's not our fault that another team could had an outbreak so let's make things fair and give us an extra game that's a better argument to make for the lack of being arrogant but both things still hold true yes they should also get special treatment because they're Ohio State and they're the Big Ten's best chance of getting a college football playoff team
2: and one of the things is but like I do think there's a distinction here between one is your Ohio State and one is you're the Big Ten's best team because if you gave Michigan special treatment and it was like say Ohio state had to cancel undefeated Ohio state has to cancel. And now it's two and four Michigan or whatever. And now you're rearranging the whole schedule. It's like, well, why are we doing it for Michigan? It's like, well, because they're Michigan and it's like, yeah, but they stink. It's like uh, whatever consideration Ohio state would be get, would be getting is would maybe be in part because of who they are, their history, their tradition, their fan base, their ratings, power, all that, which is legitimate, but they've also earned the consideration. If you want more consideration, win all your games. Should the undefeated team, undefeated team X, should we maybe try to get undefeated team X a sixth game at the cost of two-win team Y getting an eighth game? That's not about the school. That's about what you've done on the field. I do think those are two different things. Nathan, where are you generally on the – If you don't believe that adjusting things for Ohio State is just in the name of 114th fairness and evening out the bad luck, do you think there should be an edge in some way towards Ohio State? Well, To me,
1: it's really this simple. And you were the first one who brought this up when we were first talking about this a couple weeks ago. But if you gave Ohio State another loss, they would still win the tiebreaker of Indiana because they won head-to-head. Ohio State beat Indiana head-to-head. Ohio State has no losses. Ohio State has played as much of the schedule minus one game that it was able to play of its own accord. So even if they lost that one game that they had their own outbreak, they would still win the tiebreaker for They should go to the Big Ten championship game. To me, it's that simple. I don't know. I don't know what argument. I don't know what logic someone tries to introduce
2: to, to counter that. I will say, I certainly was in the camp a couple of weeks ago when this started to come up of the idea of, well, who cares if they go to the Big Ten championship game because like they can just go play Wisconsin, a second place game. And I'm not sure Wisconsin won't be ranked higher and be a better game. The fact that Wisconsin, as it turns out, stinks doesn't stink but i've only beaten minnesota and michigan and both minnesota and michigan stink that has affected my view a little bit because now i guess they go play like the game that ohio state would go play is now gonna be worse than playing northwestern and so it's not as much of a consolation prize it's kind of a step down to me and which way
1: go ahead so northwestern will be ranked ahead of wisconsin tonight in the in the rankings
2: for sure that'll be the hot high, the highest as it i mean well, what a shock The highest ranked team in the West is the west champion those Those things do line up, so there's a chance it wasn't going to line up maybe, so that I think it makes a little more to me of like hey you know let's have a, let's have the best team in the east, play the best team in the West. I do think the other thing is only one of these things it's almost not about the trophy, but it is by the way there's a sponsor that, and by the way, it did get moved to noon it's at noon instead of eight o'clock, and i'm not I'm not exactly sure why that happened but it still is a big game. It's in a neutral, you know, it's the championship game. And, and it's the, it's the focus, it's the premier game. And for ratings and for attention and whatever else, and again, like that, you know, all things being equal, I guess the best team should play in the most important game. So I, I, am, I have come around on the, the title game is a maybe somewhat significantly better situation for Ohio State than just randomly playing the second place game. Um, although I still think, you know, the idea that they, at least they would play either way is important, but I don't know. I mean, if you're, if you're the big 10, nobody's going to, uh, Steven, what's the rating going to be for an Indiana Northwestern big 10 championship game? It's no. below bubble guppies. It's below bubble guppies.
0: I think no one's gonna watch that. You know what? They would. <laughs> what would be really funny if whatever game Ohio State gave, Ohio State's playing in ends up just being the prime time game, and they just work everything else around that, whether it's the Big Ten championship game or not.
2: At noon, the Big Ten championship game, in Indiana Northwestern here kids Then in prime time, the Buckeyes <laughs> and Iowa to figure out who really is the third best team in the
1: Big Ten. Tune in. Yeah, I think they moved that the kickoff to noon because they wanted. They knew that only in 2020 could something work out in sports writers' favor, that instead of having to be up till like 3 a.m. and walking out of Lucas Oil in the, at the crack of dawn and then driving to, straight to the – I guess we won't be at the Woody this year, but making that death-defying drive half-drowsy across two states to get back for interviews. This year we get to like, come back and sleep in our beds in a normal amount of time and get up the next morning and talk about the playoff.
2: Nah, it's nah. Which, which definitely means Ohio State's playing at Iowa in the second place game on that night. you just totally jinxed it uh, so final thing I, I want to leave our listeners our loyal listeners if you want to be a tech subscriber we're sending out texts about this 614-350-3315 I want to leave people with this Ohio State not playing Michigan on Saturday is a bummer we have discussed what degree of a bummer we will discuss in the future more, what degree of a bummer? What does it mean historically? What does it mean for you as a fan in your heart and in your soul? It's certainly disappointing. Whatever I've said before, I mean, it's, it's not meaningless. I just have sort of said, maybe in the big scheme of things, it's not as disastrous as some other things that would come up that would be more disastrous. So we are taking that into account. It's a bummer that the best rivalry in college football is not taking place on Saturday. But in terms of the rest of it, of the of everything else that's at play here, which is mostly Ohio State getting to play somebody on Saturday, getting to be in the Big 10 championship game and then being able to make the best playoff case it can make. Stephen, how would you describe your idea of how, will it was this going to work out? Will this will the Big 10 work this out the best it can? Will Ohio State wind up pretty much okay or do you think it's possible that this really is going to be not good for the Buckeyes
0: I think they're fine I think the committee because of how they view the Michigan State win and how they view that Indiana win I think Ohio State is fine whether they play this weekend or not I think that this playing this weekend can only help and not playing can't really hurt them as much because there's enough of an eye test with Ohio State that as long as that death scenario of Florida beating Alabama in the SEC championship game doesn't happen, they're fine.
2: What do you think, Nathan?
1: Again, at the end of the day, part of the thing that we've talked about all along that could hold up why this could be a danger for Ohio State is what happens in other games. So I think that's the other thing to remember here, too. There are things that are out of Ohio State's control, out of the Big Ten's control that would have to happen in order for this, this potential like doomsday scenario to unfold as well.
2: Right, right. And the, the, the bottom line is that people have to say that a lot of this, this is all in the big tens control. The big Ten can do whatever it wants to do until you get to the point where it's like teams are canceling at five o'clock on a Friday. Right. I mean, there's just, I'm getting more answers. Honestly, I swear, I swear. If you are a, a rules a rule person and you, and that's, that's all that's it. Reevaluate honestly, reevaluate your place in the world, especially in a pandemic. Okay, smart people adjust, smart people problem solve, smart people understand when a rule had good intentions and now is going to be misapplied. You know, that happens all the time in life. It's like, you know what, why are we going by this rule? Well, I don't know, it's a rule, yeah, but it doesn't make sense anymore, yeah, but it's a rule, yeah, I know, but we made the rule and we made it because we thought it would do a and now it's doing B well what should we do I don't know how about do away with the rule yes but what about the people who say a rules rule well they're stupid so that's where we are and I think it's going to work I think Ohio State's going to play Saturday I will be surprised at this point if Ohio State does not play Saturday uh, unless Nathan it's in the well they play and they rescheduled it and then something else happened and but I, I would guess on Wednesday the Big Ten announces a new opponent for Ohio State one way or another because there's enough things that the moving pieces, whether it's Purdue being not being able to play, still maybe the lingering possibility of Minnesota not playing, or the ability to adjust. I would say 80% Ohio State has a new opponent Wednesday. Let's make everyone give a final percentage on that. Steven, the chance that Ohio State – there's a new opponent announced for Ohio State on Wednesday. 85%. Nathan.
1: Um, I'm still like 45%. I'm still skeptical.
2: Okay. All right. So we will come back Wednesday morning with a full, more reactive podcast to this. This was an emergency. The game getting canceled is an emergency. It stinks. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. But it's not I, – I, by the way, let me do this last thing. I keep It's supposed to be a quick emergency podcast, but you know that can't happen on this podcast network. Nathan, on Monday, we gave our chances of it being played as like more than 50%. Where, do, where were we wrong there? Where were we wrong that it turned out, no, by Tuesday they figured out they can't do it? Because as you – I don't know if we mentioned, there's – how many people did they say potentially are out for Mich- – would be out for Michigan?
1: Bruce Feldman, I believe it was, reported that it was something like 45, like some big number, like up, up towards that Minnesota number that they were reporting last week. So I think that's – what it sounds like happened was further testing. It's the opposite of what happened with Ohio State. Ohio State did further testing. They weren't getting more positives or weren't getting enough more positives that it made the, 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 um, the percentage worse so they could move forward. And it sounds like the opposite happened to Michigan, that when they did additional tests, they were getting more and more and more positives, and it was something it – it happened – what happened with Michigan happened with every other situation except Ohio State. Every other time that somebody's had to cancel one game, they've had to cancel two. Ohio State just ended up being the by, – by either good luck or whatever they did better to avoid it, They were the one program that uh, only had to cancel one game because of their own outbreak.
2: All right. We'll be back Wednesday morning. We'll talk to you guys then. Make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU. Get the updated news in your text. 14-day free trial, 614-350-3315. Appreciate you guys hanging with us. That's our emergency pod for Buckeye Talk. Again, we'll be back on Wednesday. For Nathan and Stephen. I'm Doug, and that was Buckeye Talk. All right. What does anybody have lined up right now? I guess my question, actually, Nathan, is can you process this? <laughs> that's yeah. actually fine. the question I'm trying to ask because I yeah. still have to process the Browns podcast from this morning that I haven't processed yet. So it's fine. Um, do we need right. a post for it or just post the pod? I would do a post. I would do a post that's just like emergency Buckeye Talk podcast. The game is canceled. Right. Two paragraphs
0: through it. Uh, I can handle the post, Nathan, since you're going to handle it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Works. Short, quick and dirty yeah. and go. Yeah.